0: Welcome to the first ever episode of Around the League, where I, Mike on the Mic, is going to bring the most electrifying sports talk to the undiscovered basketball league, brought to you by CYM Creating Young Minds. How's it going, everyone? I am so glad to be here today, talking on the first ever episode of Around the The league. It's going to be a fun show. The concept of the show is I'm going to be covering the Undiscovered League and TBL basketball leagues. Every week, I'm going to go over every game, break down each quarter, talk about some of the keys to the game at the end of the breakdown, and talk about some of the key players involved in each game. I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to get started on this project. I just watched the games, and it was a very, very exciting start to this league i believe it's week two for them this is the first week of me covering the league so if you are listening and, and you do recognize my voice from my previous shows i'm telling you go check out the undiscovered league the link is in my bio on my instagram and facebook and youtube and tiktok pages uh, you can just type in Mike on the Mike sports and you'll probably will find me on the blue logo with the guy in the helmet all right let's get straight into the breakdown waste no time had a great time watching both of these games but the first game that I got to check out first game that I got to witness in in my life in the undiscovered league was the yellow jackets versus the undiscovered team and this was this was a great game this was a great game in the first quarter the undiscovered team they started the game out with a mental error, that was the first thing I noticed, and that the, the half-court tip-off. You gotta be aware of which direction to run after getting the half-court t- tip off. And the yellow jackets were dominant in transition early. The first eight points by the yellow jackets all came in the transition high-pace offense, which was very impressive to see right out the gate from the Yellow Jackets. The Undiscovered team did not give up, however, they were killing it from the three-point line. You saw a lot of attempts early that weren't falling, but they eventually started to get things going. And the first 12 points to start the game were from the three-point line. So the first 12 points for the Undiscovered team were from the three-point line. And the first eight points from the Yellow Jackets from the high pace, fast, uh, get-back-on-offense-pace game. So it's crazy to see the two opposites uh, playing against each other here in this first quarter. I loved the the Yellow Jackets maintaining and forcing the Undiscovered team to hustle back on defense. Like I've been saying, that's something I noticed in the first quarter. He saw some mental errors, did hurt the Undiscovered team early, missed out on some points, and had a few turnovers you don't want to see so early on in the game. As the game went on, he saw more and more the three-point shots started to pick up from the Undiscovered team. And I suspect that that is a direct result of the presence of Big E, who you cannot miss in the middle of the court, locking it down for the Yellow Jackets, trying to force uh, the Undiscovered team to take some bad shots outside. The Undiscovered team was doing very well at adjusting to that and hitting these three-point shots at a very high clip, especially early on in this game. Moving on to the second quarter, perimeter defense continued to be a struggle for the Yellow Jackets. We saw the undiscovered team now, after uh, forcing the threes in the first quarter, they started falling a little bit more because the Yellow Jackets got a little lack the daisical on defense. We saw. The, the Undiscovered team get a lot more open shots in the second quarter from three, especially where they were uh, having a lot of success in that first quarter. The Yellow Jackets were hustling on the boards. That was one thing that I did notice. A lot of hard work on the boards, getting offensive boards, defensive boards. Boxing out on defense, trying to get the defensive rebound was a problem for the Undiscovered team. And the size of the Yellow Jackets and the athleticism of the Yellow Jackets started to show in the second quarter as they started to get a lot Of good offensive and defensive rebounds, ones that didn't even look like they were going to be able to get them. They were able to work around the defender and get the rebound. This cost the undiscovered team some points uh, as far as the Yellow Jackets were able to create some more opportunities to get some points on the board. As the game went on, we saw it again. They went back to the three point line, started hitting some threes, and got themselves right back in this game at halftime. Moving on to the third quarter the yellow jackets went on a run to capture the lead to finish the half and they continued that into the third quarter the three-point shooting started to cool off as we saw throughout this entire game for the undiscovered team depended on how hot they were from beyond the arc and how well they were shooting from beyond the arc durham was forcing the threes a little bit here early in this third quarter but he would kick things on later on in the game and really make a big difference for his team and getting back in transition You saw that start to happen again. I don't know if the the rest that the Yellow Jackets got at halftime allowed them to go ahead and turn that fast-paced offense on again. We started to see in the third quarter, Yellow Jackets went back to that fast-paced offense where they were pushing the ball down the floor immediately after getting that rebound on defense. And man, a big play I saw happen in this third quarter, and this was kind of a turning point in the momentum, in my opinion, in this game. Durham dropped back and just nailed a three-point shot and the foul getting a four point play man that that was a play in my mind that started to turn this thing around because the yellow Jackets seemingly had control of this game up into this point we saw a lot of streaks back and forth you saw the yellow jackets going to run then you would see undiscovered team hit a few threes and you see the yellow jackets going to run that's what made this game so exciting was the streak you saw these two teams go on. And I can imagine an entire crowd of people going nuts as these two teams go back and forth. Right out the gate in the fourth quarter, the Undiscovered team went on a big run to stretch this lead out a little bit and started to kind of uh, take over this game in the fourth quarter. You saw the Yellow Jackets leaving guys open from three on almost every possession in the middle of this quarter, which really cost them. Undiscovered team would extend their lead to an insurmountable amount of for the yellow jackets and they would go on to win this game with a final score of the undiscovered team 81 the louisville yellow jackets scoring 63 points some keys to this game some things i like to to note before i move on to the next game the yellow jackets you know they started off hot mounting a very strong fast-paced transition offense that was really good to see right out the gate i look to see more of that up temp uh style of offense in this next game next week keep that going keep that rolling into the second quarter if you need to rest a little bit if it starts to become a little bit too much of a grind rest towards the end of the second quarter into halftime and pick up the pace again in the third quarter and carry that into the fourth quarter if they can keep this fast-paced transition offense they'll be fine and they'll they'll win this next game they will go on and and continue to win games as long as they can keep this push going because when they were focused and, and getting this fast pace going and getting good good offensive boards, getting good on the defensive boards, they were winning this game. They were straight up winning this game, but not being able to continue that transition offense and then on defense being a, a little bit struggling with primer defense, leaving guys open for wide open threes is what killed the yellow in this game. I like to see more of the big center Biggie as their, as his nickname is dubbed. Use his side as a, as a mismatch in future games. He didn't get very much offensive work, but he did a very good job on the boards and on defense as far as the undiscovered team man they lived from deep hitting those threes at a very high clip very impressive but can they continue this three-point onslaught that is the question it is not the highest percentage of shots shooting from that deep but they were able to create some really open shots and they were hitting them and really it kept them in this game and ended up winning them this game as they continued to hit those three-point shots into the third and into the fourth quarter to close this thing out Some key players for the Yellow Jackets, Marcus Brooks, who had 21 points, 4 rebounds. Jesse Williams, who had 18 points, 3 rebounds. Those two kind of carried the burn of the load on offense as far as ball handling and then as well as getting the ball distributed to their teammates. Um, The key players for the Undiscovered team, we saw Jarrett Henderson, who had 12 points, 9 rebounds. This guy was a high-energy spark plug the entire game. And then, of course, Durham, who I mentioned a couple times during this, 23.6 rebounds. He was hitting from three. He was going in and slamming. He was doing it all in this game. And then DeAndre Jackson-Young, who had 15 points and seven rebounds. What a great game. Both teams working hard in this game. Two different style of offenses. It was really interesting to see them collide and clash head-to-head. But ultimately, the Undiscovered team's onslaught of three-point shooting... Won them the game. On to game number two of this week's Undiscovered League action. We had the veterans taking on the prospects, and man, this was a good one. In the first quarter, it was a good pace by both teams very early on. Very impressed with the ball movement by both teams versus what I saw in the previous game both teams flying around on defense as well making it extremely difficult for their opponent to find good open looks at the basket matthew smith had a highlight block in this first quarter and you're going to hear a lot more about his defensive effort throughout the game the prospects were missing out on those easy free throw points early i was sitting there and i immediately thought i hope that does not kill them later And you're about to find out in a little bit what happened in this game. Despite missing those free throws, the Prospects, they rolled to an early lead. And they were just starting to pull away from the vets, the veterans. But the veterans came back and brought it to a three-point game right at the end with a nice run in the last two minutes of the first quarter. Heading into the second quarter, the Prospects, lost their momentum completely it seemed like and the pace that they had at the end of that first quarter and into the second quarter as the veterans started to take advantage of that and they got into a lead and got into a rhythm in this second quarter matthew smith continued to impress me making things difficult on the prospect slashers trying to get to the rim i saw another block in this quarter and good contestants of the shots that they were trying to put up inside the paint moses Sindufu was getting anything he wanted in this second quarter and that kind of continued throughout the rest of the game as well we saw Rick Curry and Abraham DiVallo start to get the pick and roll going towards the end of this second quarter as something that I was looking at and saying, hey, why haven't they attacked this? Davala has some rare speed that you don't see in a point guard or see in a basketball player in general. Very rare speed. He's definitely the fastest guy on the court from what I've seen in this game. Seeing that pick and roll succeed towards the end of that first half, I was expecting him to come out into the third quarter and continue with that. But instead, we saw Matthew Smith with another big block start third quarter. Prospects got down by as much as 20 points in the third quarter, Darius Tabron was working on the boards in this quarter for the prospects on the flip side as they tried to mount a comeback. But man, they were on a cold streak in this quarter uh, to start the quarter. At least towards the end of the quarter, you saw the veterans start to go on their own cold streak. Sendefu hit a huge buzzer beater at the end. What a high energy play by clearly a very high energy Player Hitting that buzzer beater, killing that cold streak, and taking momentum into the fourth quarter was a much bigger deal than I don't think anyone noticed in this point in the game. The veterans had a comfortable lead, but things would turn in this fourth quarter. So that three at the end of the third quarter was a much bigger deal than anyone realized in the moment. So the prospects need to mount a comeback in this fourth quarter, down by quite a bit of points. And the veterans seem to have ran out of gas in the third quarter and into the fourth quarter. Letting the prospects go on a huge run at the end of the fourth quarter especially. A run so huge that a 20 point lead that we saw just a couple quarters earlier. Now it was 71 to 68 with one minute left to go in this game. We saw Curry and Tebron working hard on the boards again and on defense late in this game to keep their teams in it huge call at the end uh, of the fourth quarter we're looking to see if the shot clock expired before the shot got off uh, by the veterans player this will be a huge turnover that would end up giving the ball to the prospects if it was called a shot clock expired but the call on the court was that the player shot was blocked by a prospect's defender and deflected out of bounds therefore the veterans kept the ball now as I thought I thought that okay that's game over right but on the inbound the prospects would end up getting a steal and Davalo would sprint down the court and And lay the ball in to make it 71-70 to with less than a minute left in the game. So the veterans need someone to come out and hit this dagger, put this game away. Otherwise, they're going to blow a huge lead. And I'm sure is a historically huge lead blown in this league. And who did they go to for their dagger? Moses Sandufu, who hit it. Man, he's been the driving force this entire game and hit big shots all game long. And that stretched to lead to four. The prospects would get points and be forced to foul. But at the end of the game, they would hit the free throws and close this thing out. What a great game. No quit in either team as the veterans hold out the prospects of a final 76-72. to From the prospects, I liked the fight. Tabron and Curry started to impact on defense and on the boards. We saw Abraham Davalos controlling the game as the point guard. I like to see the fight out of the prospects at the end of the second quarter i saw them start to get that pick and roll going and i really wish they would have carried that especially in that crunch time in the fourth quarter to help get some more points but overall the offense started to kick on late in the fourth quarter you just got to do a better job at sticking in the game so that way when your offense does kick on like that you take the lead and you push on the lead and you keep going into the fourth quarter overall good gameplay by the prospects veterans had too big of a lead for them to come back on The veterans displayed how great this team is in those first three quarters. We saw them pretty much dominate those first... Three quarters. Next week, look to see them stay on the gas pedal into the fourth quarter and just get a dominant win. Moses Sindufu can take over this game, and he was the most impressive player that I saw today out of my first time watching some of these undiscovered league games, and he is a weapon that is hard to match up with. Matthew Stiff Smith also impressed me with making a huge game-changing effort on defense as the margin of victory was less than the points that he swatted away from the prospects. On defense great game defensively by him as well key performances in this game between the prospects and the veterans for the veterans had Moses Sundufu who had 27 points 10 rebounds 8 assists almost a triple double what a great game by him very impressive to see especially my first exposure to this league as he just completely went off channeled some some James Harden type stuff with that step back it was amazing to see Also, Kyle Nelson, who had 17 points and 5 rebounds of his own. He was working down there uh, with the bigs down there trying to get the boards. And then for the prospects, Abraham Devalos, who had 25 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Very impressive game for him. He was controlling the pace on that offense for the prospects and almost fueled a huge comeback. And then Darius Tiberon, who was working his butt off. 15 points, 10 rebounds, double-double there for him. Very underrated. You saw him uh, working so hard down there on the boards. Got a couple offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. Drew some hard fouls. Went to the free throw line, hit his free throws. Was doing everything for the prospects in this game. Too bad it wasn't enough as the veterans would go on to barely win it. I'm excited to move on to the next week of the Undiscovered League and excited to talk about it on the Around the League talk show, the brand-new talk show hosted by Mike on the mic and brought to to you by cym creating young minds thanks for tuning in this week everyone can't wait to see the games next week this is mike and i'm signing off